Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to the Urban Wire, brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we share the light on issues in the urban Another um, edition of the Urban Wire, episode 18. And today we're just going to have a Say What You Feel Thursday. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we're just, we just in the room, you know. Um, Michael will be with us shortly, and DeAndre will be with us today. We have a lot to talk about. And uh, ooh, who knows? Uh, just another one of our special editions, one of our late night editions. And, uh, you know, we're just sitting here hanging out. Um, you know, tell me what's going to be said tonight. I know we got a lot of um, entertainment to cover, and, then, you know, it's just been so much going on lately in the news and stuff. So, you know, it just, you know, I don't know, I don't know. You know, uh, we're going to have some good music lined up tonight. Uh, so definitely keep it locked. If you want to, give us a call at... Area code 646-915-8200. If you have a comment, question, concern, if there's something that you want to voice, uh, something that you want to talk about that's been in the uh, news, just feel free to hit us up. You know, we're always open to starting um, positive dialogue, um, you know, and also if you would like to, you can join our chat room and send questions in that way or um, talk to other users. Um, you know, just kind of get the you know the dialogue going. Um, we you know um, so like I said, just definitely get in touch with us that way um, via chat or once again six four six nine nine one five eight two zero zero. Let me see. We're gonna start you off tonight with a little um, little Chris Brown. Little Bust Rhymes, you know what I'm saying? Lil Wayne. So, uh, keep it live. I don't see how you can hate from outside of the club. You can't even get in. <laughs> Leg out. Yellow model cheese. Yellow bottle sipping. Yellow Lamborghini. Yellow top missing. Yeah, yeah. That shit look like a toupee. I get what you get in 10 years, in two days. Ladies love me. I'm on my cool day. If you get what I get, what would you say? She whacked it all off. Mr. Miyagi. And the suicide doors. Ari Kari. Look at me now. Look at me now. Oh. I'm getting paper. 
she really sick of all on my dick Oops, I said, oh my dick I ain't really mean to say all my dick But since we talking about my dick All of you here to say hi to it I'm done Hey, old Breezy Let me show you how to keep the dice rolling When you're doing that thing over there, homie
blue in the face like John Joker. I'm breaking the cake for less pain. I'm taking the game, the game's mine. Y'all witness the change, it's my time. Yeah, I'm new to the game, but y'all might wanna say you act crap, stay light, save the time. I can dance, homie, I don't do that. Y'all looking at something like a truth, yeah. A girl told me that a man that can dance might can possibly get down with the tools in his hand. Now I'm a lady, let me see it vibrate. And when it's over, you ain't gonna need your bird. Cause I'm a pro, make you bend your back low, then the pound it real bad, just like the percolate. Comment or a question. Um, 
Is there anything that you would like to bring into the discussion today? Today is Say What You Feel Thursday, or are you just listening at this point? I'm just figuring out where to jump in. Oh, okay. Well, we just started the show pretty much, so, um, you know, we're just, um, we just came back from our little mega mix, so, you know, uh, haven't really missed anything today, but. All right. So how are you guys? Difficulties, ladies and gentlemen, had to deal with work. (laughs) Yeah, you got to pay those bills, baby. You got to pay those bills, you know, work got to come first, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, so how you guys been? It's been a couple of weeks. We haven't done a show. You know, we, we coming back today, you know, we, you know, bringing in a little fresh little, you know, couple, you know, some new music that you guys haven't heard yet and stuff like that. So uh, how how you guys been in the past couple of weeks? I've been good. I went been back good. home. Yeah, I've been good. I went back home and see family. It was a little, it was a little drama. You girl, know. tell me, girl, you were telling me about Detroit. You got to tell me, you got to give us a little sneak peek. So, how was it up there in um, D Town? Well, you, you know, um, love my family. Shout out to them, you know. Love every last one of them. But just, it was just a, in particular person that, you know, want to call himself, want to call somebody out and talk about they look a mess. Yeah. You know, he almost took me there. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't let him get my happiness, though. So, you know, it was cool. You know, well, like I always say, damn the haters, girl, Hamdi. You, you know, I said life was too short to be worried about people because, you know, you know, you don't want to stoop to that level because when you know that you're above that and you you know what you're here to do in life and you know that you have a higher purpose, who cares what the naysayers say? Who cares what the haters say? So, you know, I got to give you big up, give give big ups to you for you know not letting that get to get you down and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So definitely that. So Michael, what have you been up to? Well, I made a little bit more progress with my uh, website and my little adventures. Um, yes, yes. Tell us about that because we need to really, honestly, we need to get you. Um, we need to give you some because we need to uh, do a uh, commercial for you. Yeah, have to work on that. Um, for those of you that don't know, I, my website is sunrisehumanity.com. deals with uh, spiritual things, uh, Reiki, uh, educational, spiritual development type issues. And finally got a YouTube page up and finally functioning. So there's just only two videos on it so far, but thanks to a little in, uh, guidance and instruction from Mr. Seneca, I've uh, learned a little bit more how to get this thing going on my own now, and I think people could really see some videos and probably some, maybe even a few controversial spiritual topics coming up pretty soon. Which, if you're interested in the YouTube channel, the channel's name is Sunrise Humanity, all one word, all together, just kind of the same as a website, so please feel free to check it out. All right, that sounds good. So um, we're gonna definitely have to support you because um, I know we we all know, especially us um, people that are really into YouTube and have been on there for years. You know how it is when you first start off. You're like, wow, you know, what do I do? Who do I? You know, what I'm saying it's really a lot of questions. But you know, just just be supportive. Um, I've been over there. There's some good videos on there. There's a lot of uh, you know, even though there's only you said it's, it's about yeah, it's only three on there right now. 
Two, two right now. Well, two and there was three, but I had to take it off because it wasn't working just how I wanted it to. Oh, okay, okay. Because I remember the intro and then the other two that you, okay. But, yeah, just make sure you uh, check check that page on a regular basis. And also I was going to urge you guys as well, if you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do so. You know, there's a lot of good videos on there. Um, and also you'll find excerpts of our shows, uh, some of the highlights on there on a weekly basis. So be sure to check that out at www.youtube.com slash UCOFW. And we're also on Twitter, so make sure you you subscribe to the Twitter page. Um, and I'm trying to think, oh, yeah, and also while you're at it, make sure you go over and um, subscribe to our um, – UCOFW, Urban Coalition Freelance Writers uh, page on uh, Facebook. We have a fan page on there, and you can go there um, and um, get updates for the shows, um, you know, find a complete schedule of the shows. Um, If we have videos, we'll have those posted. Just a lot of um, helpful information. Um, Like I said, we're really um, doing a lot of entertainment, but we're going to start doing a lot of more social issues as well. So, um, we need to jump right into this because we got a lot of tea to clock today. We really do. And um, I don't know how you guys want to do this. Do you think we should just start off? Well, let's, let's, get, let's get the news and the politics out the way because, baby, we got a lot. Oh, that's plenty enough right there. That could be a whole segment of its own. Yes. Um, we had another caller, but I guess they hung up. Um, hopefully they'll call back in. But... Um, <clears throat> Today, i seen something, well, I've seen it in the news a couple of days ago, and I posted something on my wall in reference to <clears throat> the governor, or the governor that's in, um, well, I'll tell you what, we're, we're going to get to that one. I really want to start off on local news, um, and I want to talk about the um, school shooting that happened in uh, in Martinsville, Indiana. And I want to really get to um, talk about that because there's really some some key things that I want to touch up on. We're going to go to a clip really quick. When we come back, we're going to discuss that. And plus, I have an um, update, and I have a um, develop, development on that story. So we're going to go to the clip um, that discusses um, the, the shooting in here to kind of give you guys an update or kind of like a summary of what's been going on. And plus, I've, I've just heard some news tonight, so... Uh, we will be back right after this clip. Begin with Deanna Dewberry, who tells us that the suspected shooter had been expelled for threatening to blow up the school. Here's how the day unfolded. At 1 o'clock Friday morning, the suspected shooter, a 15-year-old middle schooler, posted this on his Facebook page. Don't use your mind, use your nine perhaps an ominous reference to a 9mm handgun. He likely wasn't here at his own house when he posted that message. Instead, he was spending the night with this mother and her son. She says the shooting suspect left her home at 6 a.m. He was fine. He was happy-go-lucky. An hour later, at 7 a.m., that apparent happy-go-lucky teenager posted this on his Facebook page. Today is the day. At 7.15, 15 minutes after that foreboding Facebook post, shots rang out in a vestibule of Martinsville West Middle School. 
15-year-old Chance Jackson was shot twice in the stomach and flown by Lifeline to Methodist Hospital. Class is scheduled to start at 7.30, but when the bell rang this day, teachers took on the role of security officers, locking the doors to their classrooms as part of a level three lockdown. No students out of the classrooms, no one in the building except these men, members of the bomb squad who feared more terror had been planted inside. Meanwhile, police scoured the area for the shooter and found the teenager they believe responsible just after 8 a.m. As for that search, it did not end with the arrest. For at least two more hours, we watched from Chopper 8 as officers searched the area around the school for evidence, specifically the gun, which they say they found in a field southwest of the school. All right, we're back from that. Um, <clears throat> that was a clip courtesy of Wish TV 8. Um, pretty much that's just giving you an oversight of what happened. Now, a few things I want to point out um, with this whole incident, like this goes to show you that uh, these things are happening in the urban community as well as the rural and the, um, as well as, you know, the rural community and the suburbs. So we can't get into the mindset of, well, this doesn't happen here. Because I've seen, you know, different reports, and I couldn't get access to that other another report that I heard of, where the parents were like saying, "Well, this stuff doesn't happen around here. This is not supposed to happen around here." But really, when we look at uh, shootings that have went on in the past twenty years, um, we have noticed that uh, these tend to happen more in the rural or suburban. Uh, so really, we have to kind of like get out of this mindset of crime cannot happen in uh, my community because, you know, I don't live in the city and this, that, and the other. Now, I want to give a, a brief update on this story because um, – are you guys – can you guys hear me pretty well? Uh, yeah, there's this occasional static surge, but yeah, it, I think it's gone away saying. for now. Yeah, but um, – well, the brief update I want to give you on this story is uh, I was just um, looking at Fox 59 News, and I guess they were saying how there's been another threat that's been going on at this school. Um, someone um, reported seeing a, a, a threat written on one of the bathroom stalls um, saying that there will be another shooting at the school April 4th, and that's the day that everyone's going to be coming back from spring break. So right now, I don't know, you know things when things happen like this, there tend to be a lot of copycat people, a lot of, you know, really immature, right. stupid kids that they try to, you know. Trying to prolong break. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's just one of those things to where, you know, uh, it's it's a very sad and unfortunate situation. But, you know, the lesson to be learned out of this is nobody's safe, nobody's exempt from these things happening in their community. So the thing about it is, it's like, you know, I guess now that um, they're trying to propose something here in Indianapolis where they're trying to get the guns off the streets, where they're going to have like an amnesty type of thing where people can come and turn their guns in. But my thing is, it's like, you know, is what what good is that going to do? Because the real criminals are not going to turn in their guns. Exactly. You know, so pretty much. 
So to me, I really think that first of all, we're dealing with people's best constitutional right that we should not even bother with. Uh, I really believe that people should be able to bear arms. I, I believe that people should be able to um, legally own handguns, you know, um, provided that they do um, get those in a legal way. But I, I do I think that this is a good idea? I don't think it's a good idea. And I, I don't know. Have you heard it? I have heard of that amnesty program to turn in those things. And, you know, hey, if somebody wants to turn in one and get rid of it, there's already ways to do that presently. You know, if someone wants to get rid of a gun, not a problem. They can do it. No problem. Why don't they just go – I mean, if you want to get rid of a gun that much, why don't you go and sell it? Like, why would you just give – you're not going to get any profit off of that. Them people getting profit off of that stuff. Well, in a litigious society today, a lot of people are, I guess, halfway afraid to sell some of them. Uh, I have heard that before. People are like, well, you know, I wouldn't mind to sell it, but they don't want to feel responsible for what goes on after it's left their possession. So, but I don't know. I certainly can't speak for everybody on that, but there's already ways to turn in a firearm if you so choose to do so. I don't see why we need a whole separate new program funded by taxpayers' dollars to go ahead and do that already. Yeah. And I don't know, would you consider the whole um, debate on, uh, like, gun laws and this and the other and, like, gun ownership, do you think that that's more something that, um, is that more of a Democratic um, issue or is that more of a Republican issue? Well, in years past, it has been typically a Democrat thing, push for gun control. That's been in years past. Here in the more recent years, personally, I've seen kind of a happy middle ground medium from the Republican Party and the Democrat Party as well. I've Basically, I've not seen that as being a very big topic myself, in my opinion. But historically, it's been typically a Democrat issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, um, I'm really curious to see how that, that that's going to go because um, from what I've heard and what I've seen, there are, like, very mixed emotions, even within uh, the, the urban community or uh, – even a lot of people in you know that live in the inner city, they have different views on that. You know, right. people that live different, and it also depends on the area you you live in too. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, I was listening to a local show here in Indianapolis where a lot of people had mixed emotions about it. And the thing about it is, it's like uh, people are complaining. Well, why is this offered in other areas too? Well, the thing about it is. You know, they're targeting the areas that have the highest crime. And, you know, and then, right. you know it's just, a, you know, and it happens to be, you know, the inner city or the, um, you know, the corner. Yeah, so it's just, it's not, to me, I don't see it as a racial issue because, you know, I mean, what, why would you waste time on, you know, uh, trying to, fo- you know, trying to focus in on a community where, 
there's not a lot of gun violence. So right. I think sometimes we got to kind of look at things not as always a racial thing, you know. And um, speaking of which, I'm, I'm going to change the subject here. Um, I'm not sure if you guys heard about the whole entire Brandon Johnson raid that happened, um, again, on his home. And also, to follow up on that, I know that um, Al Sharpton, he is um, officially, um, he he's going to be uh, founding a National Action Network, a chapter here in Indianapolis, which we definitely need that here. But I do kind of, I kind of am concerned with that, with, with this being Indiana. I don't know how people are going to take that. Now, I know they were saying how um, they were, um, he he, he kind of uh, put that out there when he came here during his last speech that he said he was going to establish a chapter here in Indianapolis. But um, they're now just getting everything wrapped up. It should be finished by um, the end of April, um, early May, when the actual office will be open. So we will probably get with you, get back with you more on that particular story. But also, I just want to throw that in there. Um, also, there is a story, and I don't know if I had the clip uploaded, um, that um, I was talking to DeAndre about this earlier, and I don't think I um, did it uploaded. I don't think I got that one. But there was a girl here in Indianapolis that, that was a recently uh, arrested uh and I'm trying to see if I can find this. Well, I don't have it um, uploaded on here. I probably will talk about it next time I come on here and do another show. But the girl, she was she she she's not that old. She's in her early 20s. She's 22, 23, and she's been arrested. This is her third time being arrested um, for uh, being infected with HIV and not informing her partner. Ooh. Now, I, I, I obviously don't think that she infected anybody because um, with her, this being her third time, and now that she could face up only to like a year and a half in prison, she probably didn't infect them, but she probably just didn't inform them. So, because right. what I got from the newscast is they somehow found out, and then they went to the authorities. So obviously the people that were, um, that were, that were in the relationship with her obviously weren't infected because I just couldn't see her only getting a year and a half if she um, had actually committed an infection. Yeah. And they said she, this is going to be a class D felony. And I know, you know, Michael, you know a little bit more about that than I, you know, than I do. So with them saying that with her getting a class D felony, uh, what does that entail? I mean, they're not playing around. That's uh the felony classifications go from A to D, and A, B, C, and D, A being the worst, D being the least of the evils. Uh, so when you say B felony, you're talking about up things up there on, like, the level with robbery. Wow. Yeah, we're talking stuff that you can get some, you can get some serious time out of. Well, hell, you know, you comparing it to robbery, you have, how about you comparing it to robbery in the sense that you robbing somebody of their life? Right, exactly. Now, if the person 
actually becomes infected from it, I believe, if I remember correctly, that could that, bump it up. That could could that be considered online on the same lines as like attempted murder? Well, see, there's so much that laws changed. That laws had a lot of scrutiny over it because. You know, back in the 80s or early 90s when the law was enacted, you could pretend, you know, it was a death sentence. Nowadays, in today's present medical technology, you can obviously, if cared for and follow doctor's instructions, live for many, many years a perfectly happy, normal life. So, I don't know, I would have to rebrush up on that, but it's, Either way, it is going to carry some serious weight with it, and it's one of the things that they're not going to be playing around with. It'll it'll get you serious prison time. Well, with this, especially with it being an epidemic, and you know, the girl, she obviously, uh, you know, like they were speaking to her her adopted mother, and she was just talking about how, you know, well, she just doesn't mean any help. She just wants to live a normal life and this, that, and the other. But my thing is, you can't live a normal life with that. I mean, you can, but you can't. You can't carry on like you don't have that disease. You have to let people know that you know that's their right to know. And um, according to, um, I think the law, you have to let your partners know if if you are aware that that you have that you are a carrier that. You have to let them know if you're, you're you're a carrier of HIV or hepatitis B, and there was another one that they mentioned too. I don't think it's Hep B. Well, that's what the newscast said. I was gonna say I think believe that Hep B is curable, so I didn't think that it pro happened to pertain to that, but I'd yeah. have to reread it again. Yeah. Yep. So, but. I, I don't think, know. I just think see, that, Hep C is viral hepatitis. That's the one that's not curable. That's the one that that's the one that can mess you up. B or B? C is in Charles. C, yeah. yeah. C Charles, yeah. Well, I, I I heard specifically they said B, so they could have been mm. mistaken on that because you know, like I've said, I've always heard that. I've always heard that hepatitis C wasn't curable, but, I, you know, I didn't know if A or B was. I know they give you shots for it today. Dude, they got a whole alphabet. There's a whole alphabet soup that goes with hepatitis. Well, well honey, that's one alphabet soup that I will, I'll send right back to the kitchen. I want to <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it ain't so to play with now. You <laughs> sucks. All right, we're going to move right on along. And uh, the next thing I want to touch up on is Japan. Now, I, my last broadcast that I did, I pretty much uh, went into detail about what happened over there. But now that there is a more, um, there's, there's, you know, the saga continues. You know, I think there was a, the, um, a earthquake in Taiwan. I think it was at a magnitude of 6.5, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's right. I know it was six something. Yeah, six point five, and um, so you know that you know so they're dealing with stuff over there too, but also there's more danger still um, that that still persists over in Japan because now they're worried worrying about uh, radiation 
the danger of radiation, and they're trying to get that uh, situation under control over there, you know. So, uh, you know, this is just like I, like I told you guys before. Make sure you guys just if if you if if you can, um, and I know you know uh, um, a lot of reports are out saying that people aren't giving as much as they as they used to, um, and I guess there are a lot of variables that play into that. Like a lot of people look at Japan as more of a advanced society, so I guess they feel that they don't necessarily need to help them out. But right now, they can use all the help they can get. Because um, they're really in a bad way over there. Um, that tsunami pretty much almost wiped them out. So you you know if you if at all possible, just um, make sure you donate to a reputable um, charity if, if if you can. I know times are hard. I know that we you know we're all trying to uh, trying to make the most out of every dollar. Hell, out of every penny we got. So mm-hmm. I mean. You have the resources to do that, you know. Please do so. Um, there are a lot of uh, places that are still suffering. Um, I know Haiti. Haiti's still in a bad way. There's been a lot of um, natural. There's been a, some some horrible natural disasters in the past couple of years. So if you if you can help out anyway, just feel free to do that. Just kind of a thing to throw out there. I know if anyone is looking to make a donation. To any of the tsunami relief efforts in Japan. Uh, last I knew, the American Red Cross was uh, handling a donation process as well. So that always would be a very good one. There's yes. local chapters I mean, all over the United States for everyone that they could check out and donate to. Yeah, that's the best and the safest one, I think, um, because you know what? Unfortunately, we do have people that take advantage of um, tragedies like that. And so it's very important if you are going to donate, make sure you research any organization that you that you donate to. Uh, make sure that they are doing, and make sure follow up. Make sure you know exactly where your money is going and what it's going to be used for, because anybody can do a song and dance and urge you to uh, donate, but if it's not um, doing what it's supposed to do, then it's then you know. It, it doesn't help you out, and it doesn't help them out. So just make sure if you're going to donate, uh, make sure you are um, donating your money to uh, reputable charities and uh, make sure that they, they are accountable for the monies that they receive. So I just want well, to know that, you know, that's with, that's with any charity, local or you know, a little-known fact is some charitable organizations or some non-for-profits out there, they may take the money and they may send the money over there, but they may be keeping a certain percentage of it. Yeah. So just, a, you know, a little thing to ask questions about and research, you know. And I've got nothing, obviously, against an organization that says, hey, it cost us this amount to do this. We just want to take what's, you know, to pay for our expense, but 100% of the proceeds are going to them. Hey, I'm all for that myself, but, you know, still do, do your homework, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of natural disasters, I had another story that I wanted to um, get on real quick uh, that I found on Yahoo News. Um, well, actually, it's from the Associated Press, and um, it's entitled, 
ex-cop goes to prison in post-Katrina killing. And um, like I said, it's um, written, well, it's, it's from the Associated Press, but it's written by Michael, um, oh, God, I can't even um, pronounce his last name, Kunzelman, yeah, Michael Kunzelman. And um, the article reads as such. Calling the crimes inexcusable and barbaric, a judge sentenced two former New Orleans police officers to prison Thursday for their roles in, in the shooting death of an unarmed man whose body was later set on fire in a chaotic aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. The 25-plus years David um, Warren received for shooting 31-year-old Henry Glover to death was the stiffest punishment so far in the Justice Department investigations of post-Katrina police misconduct. Ex-officer Gregory McRae was sentenced to more than 17 years in the prison, in prison for burning Glover's body after he was gunned down. U.S. District Judge Lance Afric rejected the notion that the cases would deter officers and future from staying after a storm to protect the public. When Hurricane Katrina hit in August of 2005, many officers fled that city, leaving the police department with depleted forces. The National Guard was unfortunately dispatched to help prevent looting and control much of that city. Warren said that he thought that Glover had a gun and posed a threat. He shot him outside a police substation at a strip mall. So that, that's just part of um, that, that article right there, and I think that's really sad and unfortunate that um, that, that had to happen, you know. Um, so... DeAndre, what do you have to say? You've been kind of quiet for a little bit. Gonna... You know what? That is sad. Especially for that place to be hit like that. To be hit like that. And they are yeah. just killing people. You're supposed to be helping the people, not killing them. Mm-hmm. And I guess, okay, I'm going to go ahead and read some more of this. Um Yeah, prosecutors said that Glover wasn't armed when when Warren shot him in the back. Now you know that's that's shady. He's shooting somebody's back. A good Samaritan drove Glover's body to police to a police compound at a school. McRae c- commanded the vehicle and set it on fire nearby. "Quote: Your your conduct was barbaric," a Frick told Africa told McRae. "Quote." The devastation caused by Hurricane Katrina was was made uglier by your disturbing actions. At a time when more was expected of you, you failed miserably. So, you know, it's one of those things, you know. um, You know, now this guy's facing up to um, 10 years. I'm confused here. He didn't get in trouble then. What he actually got in trouble for was setting the guy on fire. That's what it sounds like. So he didn't get in trouble for killing the guy and shooting him in the back. That's what I'm kind of getting from this. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> uh, and you already know that the police department down in uh, 
in New Orleans is known to be real shady. A lot of very corrupted. Um, I'm sitting here going, you know, okay, mutilation of a corpse. You got that one, but you didn't get the for shooting and killing the guy. That's mm-hmm. that's. I'm sitting here going, WTF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check this out. This is what some. This is the go getter here. Like this is to me. This is just so ignorant. Okay. Okay. Edna Glover, Henry's mother, said after the hearing that she was satisfied with the punishment. Wow. Quote: I forgive these men because if I don't forgive them, Jesus won't forgive me. Unquote. She told the judge. Rebecca Glover, Henry's aunt, said that, that she had experienced Warren and McRae to to get stiffer um, sentences, which I thought, too. I mean, but you know what? That is, to me, I'm sorry. Like, Well, typically mutilation of a corpse is not, obviously, I believe it's a felony. I obviously carry a stiff punishment, but... It sounds kind of to me like they threw the hammer at them for that one because they couldn't get them for the other one. Mm-hmm. And like I said, um, you can find this on Yahoo News uh, once again, or you can probably find this on the Associated Press. It's entitled um, Ex-Cops Go to Prison and Post Katrina Killing. So I just wanted to um, bring that to your attention. I was uh, looking through certain things today, so I just wanted to bring that up. So um, we all know that right now that we're dealing with the conflict overseas, um, dealing with Libya. Um, do you know much about that, Michael? I mean, how, what's your feelings about do, do we need to be over there when we're fighting another war right now? I, I, and here's my here's here's how I feel about it. It's one of those things where. Obama is damned if he do, damned if he doesn't. Exactly. Because, because if he doesn't do anything, the Republicans are going to uh, criticize him for standing by while uh, innocent people are uh, being massacred. But if he, you know, but he's taking action now, and they're still ridiculing him. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things, you know. It's a catch twenty two well, either way you look at it. I mean, you look at. If you look at the totality of the scope of things, one, there's a lot of our well-known allies that are eager to get in this, and NATO's doing stepping up halfway decent. You know, the French are doing stuff, the British, the Canadians. Okay, we've got our own war going. Why don't we let them take the brunt of it? If they need something from us, let them holler at us. Then, hey. We can step in if need be. But other than that, I'm all for letting some of the other countries play world policemen. However, mm-hmm. Obama also realizes that he's up for reelection, and with gas prices the way they are, that's not helping the economy, and that's not helping his reelection. So right. he's stuck again there, you know. If he takes action on Libya and gets some gas prices down, gets some oil refineries back under operational standards, is it going to be said that he's doing it just to get reelected for oil and he doesn't care about the people, or is it saying that he's really doing it for just purposes? You're right. It's going to be a damned if he does and damned if he doesn't type situation. But sometimes I wonder, 
like, is are some of these people just saying that? I, I just really think that they're just trying to find a way to make him look bad either way. Because I know, like I said, the election, do that. yeah, that's coming up soon. And if I'm not mistaken, I heard that Donald Trump is thinking about running for the presidency. Uh-huh. President. Oh, hell and, no. And he's already going in on Barack. I said it's going to be ugly if he gets into it. Hey, I don't so, even think he's that good on his TV show. <laughs> exactly. Well, a lot of people says he's not a very smart person. Like you said, his, a lot of his wealth is inherited. And, like, he's ran several businesses in the ground. He's not actually a very intelligent person. He's smart, but he's not a genius. Well, I think that the only thing that he really is is rich enough to avoid to afford a really good lawyer to tell him what to do. Mm-hmm. That's about yeah. all there is to him. Rich enough to have a lawyer to tell him when to shut up and when to run. Because obviously he wasn't too damn smart to wear that damn comb over, you know. That's <laughs> coming out the house, so he can't be that damn smart. Yeah. Mm. Bad attitude, bad comb over. All that damn money and can't afford a decent toupee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, or give him you, <laughs> you know that stuff they had back in the night where you just spray it. On, yeah, on, you know, that <laughs> stuff you just spray it in the back of your your head, and it's supposed to just magically—I don't know what it's supposed to do—but that shit was a hot bed. I'm sorry. Camouflage for your head. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you'd be better off if you going for the camouflage look. You might as well get you some some leaves and some sticks. And say, is that so like some lead press on or lead spray on hair fix or I don't know. <laughs> Well, that's a that's a mess. Uh, that's a hot mess. You better go with the that's Chinese and get him a wig. Mm-hmm. Okay, did I mention? Okay, this is another topic I wanted to get on because we we are almost at the hour point, and I want to um, get to some music real quick before we jump into our entertainment because we got a lot to cover on that beat. Um, did I mention about? I got into a conversation with somebody today. I put this up on my Facebook page about how uh, the Florida, the governor of Florida uh, is now trying to get a law passed was well, actually unconstitutional. And he, he, he went and made an executive order saying that all governmental employees and people that are on damn welfare um, have to take drug tests. Hmm. I now, think that's interesting. Now I'm going to um, go to the comments that somebody left on my uh, Facebook page, and I, you know, and I, I know DeAndre got something to say about that because um, we we discussed this earlier, and I know she's going to go in because to me, I, you know, this is the mindset of a lot of people, you know. Uh, right now, people from the middle class and the lower class are being demonized. You know, our our rights are being taken away from us. You know, and we're being, you know, and like I said, anybody can fall upon, um, like misfortune. To and to me, it's sad that that people want to judge people because um, they are poor or they lost their job, and you you never know. Those people could have had work for. 
a Fortune 500 company before losing their jobs. But you're going to put everybody in that in that negative category. Let me read you these comments. So I put up this video um, uh, from the Young Turks uh, uh, about this, and someone, you know, some acquaintance of mine responded, and he says, Indiana needs to do the same. If I have to take a drug test to get a job, then they should have to take a drug test to be on welfare and not just one. They need to have it randomly. So how do you feel about that statement? Hmm. Well, Well, I can tell you how I responded. I, I, this is what I responded. I said, well, I just said this pure ignorance. I said misfortune can fall on anyone. So in other words, just because you have a job, you should have to take a drug test. Hold on a minute. Just because you lose a job, you should have to take a drug test and be accused of taking drugs. I said, would you willingly submit to it? And then he responded, Yes, I would because I have nothing to worry about. I work my ass off, and they sit at home and collect a check. That's BS. And uh, what, what else he said? Like, um, it would be different if they were trying to make a living and get help that way. But when I'm working and they're driving a fifty to $60,000 car, they don't need my help. So, yes, I need... So, yes, they need to be drug tested. And then I responded back. I said, well, first of all, the likelihood that someone is driving around in a $50,000 vehicle and on welfare is unlikely. If they are banking like that, then obviously they are either a drug dealer or they're doing something else, which in case they would even bother trying to obtain a measly welfare check. Secondly, I, I don't have anything to hide either. But I'll be damned if I am stigmatized negatively because I happen to fall on hard times. And then they have to nerve, check this out, they have the nerve to charge you for that test too. You're on welfare, right? You're already struggling to make your bills, pay your way, take care of your kids, and then they're going to charge you for a test that they want you to take. So, like I said, I'm going to bring this up on the show because, I, you know, like I said, it seems like in this society people are so conditioned of looking at things on the surface, and they don't want to look at how, how, how they're being. How when you look at it from an economic um, standpoint, we are being uh, oppressed, and we are being um, what's the word I'm looking for? We're being exploited on so many levels, and we 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 just think that this is all. Oh, this is such a wonderful idea. Who is it? Who is it benefiting? It's benefiting them. It's not hurt. It's not hurting them. You know, in Florida, it's kind of funny. Check this out. It's kind of funny in Florida. You want to attack the 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 the, the lower and middle class, and you want to attack the uh, minorities and stuff like that. But you but you're not testing people for abuse of oh you know. Uh, prescription drugs, and they said Florida is well known for that. They're the biggest distributor of, uh, you know, prescription drugs. People, you know, that's that's a trade down there. Well, I can see a lot of legality issues and 
you know, potential constitutional things coming out of the legality of all this. I mean, first of all, if you're going to test, you can't make it random. If you're going to do it legally, and because the minute you start saying you can, you want to do it randomly, you're going to have a flood of lawsuits there saying it wasn't done randomly, that they were picking on somebody. So first of all, well, if you're going to do it, you're going to have to do it to everybody. Well, the thing is down there, like, uh, drug tests for state employees down in Florida is legal, but it has if they're in a service position to where they they need to be drug tested, you know, for safety reasons, that's fine. But even with that, it has to be a probable cause. You just can't randomly test people because you want to test them. But as far as you trying to test welfare recipients or people collecting unemployment and stuff like that, I'm against that. Now, sure enough, there are. I'm not. I'm not naive. Now, I know there are people that take that money and do with it with whatever they choose to do with it. But for you to punish everyone for that and, and have them submit to something like that, and then the little money that they're getting, you know, you want I, to. Yeah, I don't I'm, agree with the fact of making them pay for it. I don't. I matter of fact, I have a hard time seeing where they could legally make them pay for it. I'm not. I'm not sure that that would, you know, fly in the legal sense of oh, this is part of the requirements to get on the program. But by the way, you have to pay for it. Yeah, I, I can't see that making a go. Yes. How do you feel about that, DeAndre? I think it's a hot ass mess. I think it's a hot ass mess because. You never know who's gonna, you know, fall on hard times. You know, yeah, thank God we some of us have a job, but with the economy, we don't know who's gonna have a job and who's not gonna have a job. Mm-hmm. You know, you are doing the test on people that's living off of welfare, but how about test some of y'all that get that's working up in the um, the big shot? Test them. Yep. Yeah, you're right. You I don't know. Go ahead, Deanna. Making it hard for the lower class people and making if making the rich richer and making us. Mm-hmm. That's what's being done to you know the middle class. We're getting screwed over. You know, if it's not them taking, you know, trying to get rid of unions or uh, them trying to do whatever they can do to oppress the middle class, which we're the ones that's holding up the, the country. If it's not that, they're do, they're pulling shit like this. You know, so it's it's one of those things. It's like people are really getting tired. That's why you've seen all these um, um, revolts going on, especially like even here in Indiana. Like if you guys haven't um, listened to the news, you know, the um, Democrats have returned back home to Indianapolis, and they've gotten a couple things. They've kind of gotten the the, um, the Republicans to, you know, compromise on a couple things and stuff like that, which that's a good thing. But a lot of people here, Wisconsin, all over the Midwest, people are really getting tired of this agenda that the Republicans want to push upon us, demonizing us and making us feel like we're some we're, we're inferior. You know, the last time I checked, it's more of us than them. And it's kind of scary that that I'm going to say that 1% is pretty much dictating to the rest of this country how we should live 
how we should, you know, uh, what rights we should have, you know, and it's it's, it's really sad. Well, that that would be the very poster child reason for people registering and voting. Yes. Because people seem to do a wonderful job of saying this ain't right and have every right to say that. But on the same token, if you're not getting out there at, uh, you know, and voting to put the politician in there that you're wanting that's actually going to do things the way you want, you're not you you're not being work. providing a solution. It's gonna take a long time for this country to get back to where it was. When Bush was in there he had messed everything up, so it's gonna take a while to get it back to where it was. You know, Barack ain't gonna be able to do it and the next person that come behind him ain't gonna be able to do it. You know Yeah. Right. I'm afraid and I'm starting to really wonder if the situation with the economy, it's not just the United States economy. It's not just that. It's not just our country. It's many countries that are in trouble. But you have to look at this, though, Michael. We we are we are a superpower, and if we are struggling, other countries are going to struggle. Exactly. Change. Yeah. You know, there's so much, you know, and that's kind of like, you know, it's not just us. It's a world thing, it seems like. I don't know too many economies that are just blossoming, unless it's China's. <laughs> <laughs> and, I've, and I'm being totally serious on that, too. I mean, really. I think they're about the only one that's prospering out of any of this. But, you know, you look around, it's not just us. It's a world. It's a little bit of everywhere. So, like I said, there's it's a lot of variables to um, really. I mean, it's just it's we we know where the big you know the, the major part of this lies you know, but there's so many variables that that has played into it where it's made it really you know complicated now. So it's just you know we're, we're going to continue to follow this. Um, we are a little bit after the hour. So what I'm going to do, we're going to take a quick break. Um, I think we got just about everything else. Do you have anything else that you want to uh, mention, Michael? Or uh, not offhand, no. Okay. Well, what we're going to do is going to take a quick little break. You know, we got we'll throw a little funny stuff in here and stuff like that. We're going to, you know, lighten up the mood. And when we come back, you know, me and DeAndre are going to jump right into this entertainment because I tell you what, we got a lot to cover. You know, I got my little notes here. I got some, you know, I got my little website pulled up, so we're going to try to get as much done today as possible because I really want to get on the Chris Brown situation in Good Morning America. I definitely want to get on that. And also, we have a problem with celebrities not paying their taxes. Boo, that's not cute. I'm sorry, that's not cute. You're making too much money not to be taking care of your business. And also, you know, we're going to throw a little knick-knack, paddy-whack, little couple things in there. But, you know, um, when we come back, uh, we're going to jump right into the uh, entertainment beat. So keep it locked, you know, um, if you want to call in. And I know this is a late-night show. And for those who want to call in, the number is 646-915-8200. Once again, that's 646-915-8200. You can um, join our chat. Um, chat is open. Anybody that wants to come in there, um, 
And also, um, we we are on Facebook. Um, you look us up at under the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers or UCOFW. Um, you can send your questions there. Um, my name is Seneca Harris. Uh, we have Miss DeAndre on the line. We have Michael Snyder on the line. And, you know, um, you can definitely add me if you want to on Facebook. Um, I'm always uh, willing to talk to people and meet people, hear their point, points of view on people. And um, so definitely keep it locked, and we will be back here very shortly.
<laughs> they played it on the Russ Park Morning Show. That actually took place in a church in Ohio. Think, uh, that somehow really does not surprise me. Yeah. I'm about to call my father and say, F you. Ooh. He's going to say, I forgive you. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Now you get your mouth out the gun. That is one way to get in touch with the spirit. I said, you know what? I said, I think that preacher had a little bit to drink. He he got in exactly. touch with the community spirit. Yeah, I'm just playing. But no, that was a creative way. I would like to go to that church. It's like, you know, I'm like, you know, I, I really that's 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 a really creative way to bring the message to people. I think more people would want to go to church if you know, you know, if it, it was so like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, anyways, we're going to jump right into our entertainment beat. Um, I want to get on this topic. I know everybody's getting tired of hearing about it. I'm getting tired of hearing about it. So I just want to put my little uh, little chump change. No, not no chump change. I don't make chump change, but I want to put my little two cent in there. And um, talk about the whole entire Chris Brown and um, the, um, and the Good Morning America uh, incident. And to me, the way I feel about it is, I'm going to play a clip really quick, I'm trying to, you know, just to sum it up. But I just kind of feel that, you know, with Robin being a sister, you know what I'm saying, and she knows that Chris Brown is trying to get past that point in his life and he's trying to do better for himself, I really just feel that um, she should have left that situation alone. Because they see he's trying to do well. He's trying to get past that certain point in life where he made that mistake. And true enough, I'm not excusing what he did, but you know what? People are human beings. And, and, you know, with him being young, that's a lot of pressure for him to deal with, you know, from the media. And, you know, I'm sorry, what you say? I said everybody makes mistakes. Right. Well, we're going to go to a quick clip about that. I'm um, courtesy of Associated Press. And when we come back, we're going to um, discuss this more in detail. If I can find the clips. Bear with me. Okay. A source says Chris Brown trashed his dressing room at Good Morning America and broke a window with a chair after he was asked about his attack on Rihanna. Brown was on GMA Tuesday to promote his new album, FAME. During his interview with Robin Roberts, she asked him about the 2009 attack on his then-girlfriend. An agitated Brown tried to deflect the question and said, I'm past that in my life. Brown performed after the interview, but the store said Brown then destroyed his dressing room and used a chair to break the window. Security was called, but not police. The source was not authorized to discuss the matter. Representatives for Brown did not immediately return phone calls for comments. Brown is still on probation for his assault on Rihanna. Margie Zaraleta, The Associated Press. All right, we're back. Just wanted to play that really quick. So, DeAndre, what do you feel about that whole incident? Like, because uh, I have some thoughts on that too. But I was wondering, how do you feel about the you entire interview? Excuse me, what them is? You see how they only catch, they only give you they part of what they want. You always always two parts to a story. 
So they only gonna get they half. They ain't gonna give what they you know. They only gonna I mean they only gonna give his half, but they ain't gonna get they half. It has to be more to that than them just asking him questions about Rihanna. Yeah, I understand he get you you get a little irritated for people ask you that question that, that was you know that happened two years ago, but it was more than that for him to mm-hmm. lash out like that. It had right. to be. Well, you know, like I said, I, I, you know, at least Chris Brown held it together on air. At least, hell, you know, I'm not excusing what he's done, but hell, at least he's taking his anger out on objects instead of people this time. But see, what people need to feel, what people fail to realize is, you know, and what Chris, what he, what he needs to realize is, you know, unfortunately, with him reaching this new plateau of success, especially with his CD being number one, you know, in the charts now, he needs to realize that this this is going to be something that's going to haunt him for the rest of his life. Now, is it fair? No. But still, at the same time, you need to um, to grasp that fact because, you know, you're now at a, a level of success that people are going to try to do anything they can do to get a rise out of you. They know you have a bad temper, and they know you're working on that. So, you know, um, were they right for asking him that? No. But realistically speaking, he's going to have to probably deal with that for years. But, you know, what's really messed up is it's a double standard behind this entire situation because, you know, when Rihanna's being interviewed, nobody really brings that up. Nobody really talks about that. And speaking of, I'm going to get on Rihanna in a minute because she, you know what, Rihanna, I'm not saying nobody deserves anything to get hit, but Rihanna talks a lot of shit because I heard there was a Twitter beef between her and Sierra talking about Sierra, you don't you don't sell out no, um, you can't sell out a stage, you, you can't you can't book a stage. But girl, last time we checked, um, your album sales is kind of suffering too, boo. So you know, first of all, why you know why are you going there, girl? Because first of all, I'm not even on Rihanna like that. Hey, that's just me. I ain't hating on the girl. You do what you do, boo. But, honey, first of all, I'm not on you like that, okay? And second of all, girl, you need to learn to keep your mouth shut because next time it was first a dude that hit you, but then next time it's going to be a chick that looked like a dude that hit you. <laughs> so, girl, I'm going to need you to get it together. Mm-mm. That's all I got to say. Personally, I wish they would leave Chris Brown alone because there's men out here that's in the world. Okay, you only doing him like that because he's some big superstar. But what about these men out here that's whooping these women ass that y'all ain't doing nothing too? Oh, y'all give them six or seven months in jail. They back out whooping her ass again, end up and kill her or something. You and y'all don't even. I mean, come on now. I mean, he done paid his debt to society. Leave that man alone. He was a kid anyway. Does anybody happen to know if he's going to an anger management class? He he was going for that. They had him sign up. Yeah, they had to do all that. Yeah, and my thing about it is, is this is almost as stupid as people bringing up the whole R. Kelly thing about him pissing pissing on on that girl. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's old news. Ain't nobody even thinking about that. And she had to bring it up. See, that's the thing. Girl, why did you bring something up that's just so two years ago, girl? That's that is Let like old. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, that in the past, in the past, the past is the past, and let the past stay in the past. I said, girl, to me, it's almost like trying to reheat some McDonald's French fries, girl. If you don't eat them while they're fresh, then I don't want to reheat that shit up later and eat it. Sorry. Exactly. I think he did what all he needed to do to get him to his point, you know, and, and he did all those things. Whatever the judge asked of him, he did all that, you know, and I don't know why people keep going back there with him. You know, let's just leave him alone, let him live his life. You know, he's still got growing to do. He ain't even at all. You know, we all make mistakes. His mistake was, you know, he hit her. Yeah, indeed, he had to hit her that many times, but heck, you know, it happened. Like I said, by no means are we, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not justifying what he did. But like I said, you know, it comes to a point where, you know, hey, the past is in the past. You know, I mean, it's not like he killed the girl. Ain't like he, you know, it, it, I don't know. I just, and if, I just if, feel he's not, that. if he's not making a big fuss about it, why do y'all keep bringing it up? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She dropped the charges, so why y'all got to say something about it? Mm. Let yep. that man smoke his marijuana and leave him alone. <laughs> Girl, I'm telling you. Well, I got to put this disclaimer. Disclaimer, in nowhere are we advocating... Um, drug usage, but how you do what you gotta do. Exactly. I might roll up one in the beginning here. Now let me stop. <laughs> All right now. Yeah, I'll smoke. You get it. But yeah, just I mean, leave him alone. He is he is trying to. He didn't made a comeback. His CD is number one in the nation. Leave him alone. I mean, if uh, if people are so concerned about it, why are they buying his music? I mean, I will say exactly. the brother is You so far don't like it, but he's number one. Mm. Well, just, just haters. And, you know, and like I said, to me right now, there's not too many. Uh, Does anybody know who it was that interviewed him? Yeah, Robin, 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 Robin of Good Morning America. What's her name, Robin? I don't it's know her last the name. Like, the one that looks like a damn lesbian, huh? Lesbian, not lesbian, but lesbian. You so silly, girl. I'm gonna need you to just like get it together, girl, and do your job and quit agitating people. You dare to talk about the CD, then do 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 that. Yeah, girl, cause you better yeah. be lucky. You, you better be lucky it was a window. He threw that chair and not your damn face. <laughs> but I, I'm gonna need, need his authorized to know the questions that they're gonna be asking him. And, and, you know, get the answer for him that that's going to be okay for them to ask him them questions. Not her just going in asking him questions that he don't even know about. Well, I'm going I to say that, you know, it probably says something to the fact that the studio didn't press charges for vandalism. Mm-hmm. And they didn't, though. So, you know, because they might have thought, I mean, they probably would see that they were wrong for asking questions that he didn't know that they were going to ask him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He need to get a better team. I'm sorry, you know, fire him. Whoever you had, whoever had, you well, supposed to have in charge of all that, fire him. Stop. You know, you know that, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have, like even politicians have said, they've rehearsed the questions that would be asked to them beforehand, but then they get there and all of a sudden, whoops, they slip these in on them too. Exactly. He just, have, 
he just gonna have to learn how to just deal with it because he's gonna be faced with that for the rest of his life. But I think after this incident, I don't think so many people are gonna to touch that incident, that issue anymore. Because it's still a sensitive, um, it's still sensitive in some areas. But I think that wasn't just the question that was asked. I think that's all they've given us. But I think it was more than than that that they was asking him. Cause come on now, he just broke out a window like that because you asked him about Rihanna. It would have been something else to that for him to really go crazy like that. Yeah, I, I think it was. But I think part of the issue where he tried to deflect it, the the the, the uh, question, and she went right back to it. Like he's, you mm-hmm. know, he's he's pretty much. Said, I'm here to promote the album. You know, I'm trying to get yeah, past that. Mm-hmm. You're right because she was almost still in his spotlight by asking him questions, and he's there to promote his album. And you asking him questions that ain't got with his album. But, you know, the future, he should just simply say, I'm not going to discuss that. Can we move on? Because if you're not going to discuss it, if I say I'm not going to discuss it, girl, we ain't going to discuss it. I don't care how many times you come back to it. Because one thing, you keep on disrespecting me, you're going to look like the fool. Because I said, I'm not going to answer that. I'm not here for that. That has happened two years ago. And obviously my fans, you know, they, they have forgiven me. And, you know, we're trying to move on. We're trying to put out this good music. And he's putting out music that, you know, he's experimenting with new styles. He's trying to reach a, a wide variety of people. Um, and he's just trying to do something positive. You know what I'm saying? I really like his music. Um, and I really hope the best for him. You know, I, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm definitely in support. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm, I'm all up for someone that's trying to go in a new direction. And, you know, they're trying to lead it along. But he's going to have to learn how to keep his cool. You can't do that. That's just, he can't do that. I mean, you know, I'm not going to excuse for what, I'm not going to excuse him for what he did. Yeah. But, you know, you know, so that, you know, both sides were wrong, but I think they were wrong for bringing that up. But anyways. We need to move right on along, girl. Because speaking of people not being represented well, girl, I need to. We need to talk about. You know, it's almost tax time. Deadline for tax time is coming up, and girl, with tax time <laughs> coming up, we see a lot of these celebrities not paying their damn tax. Celebrities, what? half of Congress. Mm, what? Heck yeah! Are you? Don't don't you remember it was like about a year or two ago when they were looking for people in congressional positions to fill different roles on different committees and just about everybody they went through had a tax problem. What? Yeah. These like, people all money can't pay their taxes. Are you serious? You know if they're working for Congress they're making more money than we are. <laughs> Okay, 11 rappers notorious for tax problems. Okay, and I'm getting this from, well, it was linked from the UrbanDaily.com, but this is from the BVX.com. It linked it from this website. Okay, all right. I'm just going to list some of these um, people because I'm not going to go through all 11 of them. I don't have time. But um, on top of the list, we have Young Buck. Amount owed more than three hundred thousand in back taxes last year, and um, which this has pretty much caused him um, business relationships with people like Fifty Cent and um, a few other people. He's no longer with um, 
um, G Unit anymore. It's called um, Beef Between Them. So um, that happened with him. Also, we're gonna go to Raggedy Ass Flavor Flay, aka <laughs> William Gayton. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, he's Mister. He's the pimp. You know what I'm saying? He got gold in his mouth. He got. He probably even got a gold plated ass. But girl, check this out. He owes more than a hundred and eighty-three thousand dollars. Mm. Okay, so what happened? Most would assume that checks from this flavor of love appearance in any. Uh, hold on, what they say on here? Yeah, public in- enemy royalties would be more than enough to cover an outstanding tax balance. But for the fifty-plus-year-old man with multiple kids and their moms to pay for. Two, who knows what this income actually covers? So, girl, he not only is uh, people taxes, but he owes child support too. Mm. Okay. You said he owes child support too. Girl, I told you. This man is fifty years old. That's a high man. This is why. This is what be peeing me off. Okay, you got all these celebrities. Behind in child support and behind in taxes, but you're not gonna be an average person around here walking around here. We would have been up under the jail cell. Mm-hmm. Even the fathers that's out here not paying child support, oh, they would have been quick to lock him up. Yep. Okay. Little Wayne, he owes one million one hundred and thirty-eight thousand seven hundred and sixty dollars. He has a lien against um, that. Um, Let's we'll see. They said maybe the taxes were the last thing on Weezy's mind while he served an eight-month sentence in 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 prison. I'm pretty sure they wasn't because he was trying to keep his damn cookies fresh. Keep his cookies in the jar and keep them sealed up from the other inmates. So I guess that was the last thing on his mind. All right, <laughs> moving know, right along. Hmm? You would think this is money he off top, you know, just by him signing somebody to the label. You know, that's him to change right there. He could have been paid off. Let's see. All right. Little John, Jonathan, a.k.a. Jonathan Smith. Amount owed, $638,937. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, he didn't pay his. And who else? Uh, here. Mystical. He owes $271,000. So, but he was um, just recently let out of jail, so he got to pay that stuff back. So he got he got that. And who else is on this list? Ooh, DMX, he owes $1.5 million on back taxes. Well, he still, so how the hell he going to pay that? Right. I mean, you know, he keeps having these repeat run-ins with the law, so, hey, you know, that pretty much destroyed, destroyed his career and okay, whatever. Okay, you know what? Whoever these people are counting on, they need to be fired. Should have been fired a long time ago. How y'all see, have no talk- trustworthy people? But, see, we talked about this before. A lot of these people, these celebrities got a bunch of yes men around them. They're just, they're gonna tell them what they want to hear because they want to be a part of the, the group. Then they don't. These people don't have nobody that's looking out for them. 
Evidently not, because they ain't even doing their money right. They ever probably pocketing their money that they supposed to be giving to the tax people. Yeah. Bro, and I ain't going to get started on all the money that Lil' Kim owes. You know what I'm saying? I love me some Lil' Kim. Don't get me wrong, but, girl, you wrong for that. And I ain't going to even go through all these taxes that she owes. The, the list is too long. But pretty much they said... Um, uh, when a repo man confiscated Little Kim's Bentley in 2008 after she fell four payments behind, it was easy to see that the Brooklyn rapper was in, uh, in major trouble. But her woes go pretty deep as, you know, the above list goes. And that's what I was saying. I'm not going to even go over that list because it's, it's ridiculous. That so is anyway. I mean, but to me, I don't understand. Like, we were talking about, what? yeah, that Scarface, how he owed all that child support. It's ridiculous. How are these people that's making all these money? And, you see, that goes to show you. Um, how are you making them like that and you're not making them pass? Money doesn't change people. I mean, well, it changes people for the worst a lot of times because, you think money would make a person better, but you know what? If you had those same habits and those same, you know, ways of doing things, then money's not going to do nothing but hurt you. You know? So, anyways, we got to move along on that. <laughs> now, the next thing I want to talk about is um, I'm pretty sure you guys have heard. Beyonce um, made the announcement and said that her father will be no longer um, longer managing her. So, you know, I don't I don't understand that because the way I see it is, if it's not fixed, if it's not broke, why try to fix it? You've been doing pretty well all these years with his help and you know having their support. So why change it now? But whatever. Um, Angie Stone was locked up for having no car insurance. She was on the way to church because, you know, she won those big holy rollers. And she got a big old holy booty. And she was on the way to church. And, and she didn't have any car insurance. That's another one. Girl, why are you driving with no insurance? I just, I need to know that. I just, I don't understand. I, I love you, Angie. I done played some of your songs on my show before, but, girl, I'm going to need you to get it together. You know, you know, so I don't know. Um, what else do we have to talk about? All right. Um, DJ Megatron was shot, which that was a very unfortunate um, incident to hear about. Also, um, Rick Ross was arrested for weed possession. You know, they say he went to the hotel. Yeah, Rick Ross. The one that looks like a big old polar bear. A big gorilla. Yeah. Big gorilla. Yeah. Kung Fu Panda. Not Kung Fu Panda. No, stop. Is that 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 restaurant? No, I'm thinking the Panda Express. Okay. (laughs) You know, family. I'm getting hungry now, girl. (laughs) Honey, they said he got arrested. Um, he was in a hotel, and I can't pull that story up right now because I don't know where it is. But but like, that's crazy. How he gonna? <laughs> he, he a hot mess because how you gonna go from being a correct 
correct me or correct me, <laughs> I can't even say it, but into being a rapper and then being one that's arrested. Mm-hmm. Well, girl, yeah, smoking weed in the hotel, they said the hallway was full of smoke, but they said he, they let him out of jail. So I don't know he if he had. He's not fire, did he? Huh? I said he didn't set that bill on fire, did he? Yeah, I don't know what he said on fire, but I know, you know, that's wrong. But, you know, this this is wrong with these celebrities. They feel like, you know, because they have money, press, they can do whatever they want to do. They, they, they're they just arrogant, and they can do what they want to do and feel like that there's no consequences behind their actions. Just like you see, like, with these, these um, like we were just talking about, all these artists, these music artists making millions a year, they can't even pay their taxes or they refuse to pay their taxes. How arrogant can you be because the average person couldn't get away with it? No, we could not. So. Okay. All right. We're going to move it right on along because I need to find this one story. I'm going to go to a quick song. When I come back, I want to get to this um, story about Paris Hilton. And her comments that she made. I need to find that story real quick. And then we're going to finish up the show. I don't know if you guys had anything else to talk about. But I just wanted to run through these stories real quick because we had a lot to cover. But I'm going to go to a quick song real quick. i got to find this, um, this story about Paris Hilton. And then I have something else uh, from TMZ that I want to bring up too. So if you guys want to jump in on the conversation out there, um, we have about 20 minutes left in the show. I'm going to come back here in a minute, and we're going to wrap the show up.
Because you know that's because the CD just came out uh, this Tuesday, and I'm gonna definitely have to cop that CD. So make sure you guys go out and get that CD before we jump into Paris Hilton. Because I found a story. You know, let's talk about Jennifer Hudson because I found this. You know, it's kind of coincidental that I found a story on her while I was searching for that. And the show, uh, the article on Urban Daily is entitled. Uh, Jennifer Hudson's fiance David isn't too happy about her weight loss. So I guess you know he just probably you know he just he's probably one of those queens that's just like girl you losing more weight you looking better than me honey. So I think that's just a little jealousy or whatever you know. But, yeah, girl, I said, you know, you should be happy that that girl uh, slimming down. You know what I'm saying? Because you you don't want to be dealing with her when she get older and she get diabetes and, you know, and you got to wheel her around and her her legs looking like, you know, ham hocks without no nubs on them. Girl, you don't want that. You want your woman to be beautiful and happy. <laughs> you are so you, you should be happy that that girl trying to make herself, you know, that's what's wrong. There's so many just people just hate on you, and it's bad when your own spouse is hating on you because you want to make yourself look better and be better in health. You said it right. If you're looking better than them, they don't like it. Girl, she need to do the whipped cream test on her man. Okay, I got to hear this one. How's that go? Girl, you know we talked about this uh, a couple shows. We did, but I Girl, forget. I'm, I'm not explaining. Said, that's why I brought it up. <laughs> I'm not explaining this again. Um, there is something called Google. Get on there and Google it. All right, we gonna move right on along. <laughs> Ooh, brother, this is that's a headline here. Rihanna cover. Hold up, Rihanna's. Reveals her sexual fantasies may be linked to child childhood abuse. Okay, I don't want to hear that. I'm sorry, girl. Get over it. Get counseling. That's all I can tell you to do. Oh, okay, I know what we want to talk about. Um, okay, I got to go back. You know, we got to talk about Paris Hilton because, you know, she is just the queen of it. All right. 
Paris Hilton interviews with a Wayne. Um, wait a minute. Interviews with a Wayne for for interview magazine after rumored racist remarks. After rumor broke that Paris Hilton had said this about black men, quote, I can't stand black guys. I would never touch one. It's gross, unquote. The heiress interviewed one of the most popular black men around, Lil Wayne. Paris says this about the opportunity, quote, so excited to read the interview that I did with Lil Wayne in the new interview magazine. I really enjoyed interviewing him. He was such a polite, friendly, smart, uh, sweet man. So talented and passionate with his love for music. I am such a huge fan. I love Little Wayne, unquote. Well, I guess Paris doesn't dislike black guys after all, or maybe just rich ones. Hmm. So what do you think about that, DeAndre? You think that was just a publicity thing to back back pedal on what you said? You know what? This Mm -hmm. late night, so we're going to have to keep it nasty and real. I want to You know what it is? Mm Mm-hmm. She don't want to keep it real and just say she like big, big black men. (laughs) Girl. It'll be okay. You just don't want that... She don't want that man that she with to leave her because he buying her Bentleys and stuff and, you know, all these fancy cars. She don't want him to leave her because she knows she like big, big black men and she know he ain't got one. So that's what it is with that one. She know yeah. he ain't he ain't packing. I can say that's, that's prevalent in the gay community, too. Some of these um, guys get around their friends. Oh, I, ooh, I don't do black men. I don't do anything but white. I don't do this and that. So, girl, we know behind closed doors, you probably on Craigslist trying to find your big black dick to tuck. You trying to bend over, trying to take all that up in your rectum. And then you trying to get him to skeet off in your mouth. That's what you want. But you don't. He's good enough to, 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 to screw, but he's not good enough today. And you you act like you're ashamed. So is it is it just going to bring? I don't understand that because you like what you like. Who cares about who and what you like and why you like it? You know, cause oh, everybody's heard, always trying to impress everybody else and thinking they have to conform to what everybody else thinks. If they would actually take a chance to go out and be themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh my! People can't have an original thought nowadays. Somebody may disagree with them. <laughs> yeah. Tamiki, if you don't like if you don't like a certain race, I think you should keep that to your damn self. Cause you can come off as sometimes being a little racist, and then don't get mad for the people coming at you because of what you said. If you don't like that certain race, then don't be trying to come out with it because you know they're gonna come after you. Or you know, isn't there you know obviously if someone says. It's not my dating preference, but I've got nothing against anybody. Exactly. You know, it's like, okay, well, you like what you like, I guess, but, you know, just don't be a dick about it. (laughs) Well, I'm going to keep it real. I like mixed nuts. I like all of them, except Chinese. (laughs) DeAndre, remind me to tell you a story about that in a week or so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I ain't got nothing against them, but I just, 
can't do Chinese. Sorry. Ooh, yeah, you like them planners? Well, ooh, Michael, you know, okay, I'm not going to go on to that. Yeah, I'll fill her in at I, the party. I like my egg roll with extra meat. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> wow. You don't want to feel like you went to the restaurant, you cheated. You know what I'm saying? You you, you, you sit up here, you want to, you, you, you got to get you um, a value meal. When you, when you, I mean, well, hell, I say, I, I, I ordered a value meal. What's my damn drinking fries? <laughs> I just, I just, I, you know, I just, I don't want to feel like I'm cheated, but you know. Now, 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 we can't apply that to anyone in particular. Also, we, we're not talking about that, man. We're going to have to actually look it up. We're going to have to do a show on sizes. Yeah. Well, this could be interesting. I'm serious. I mean, it's late night. I mean, why we can't talk about it? You know what? I really think that we do need to do a show, like, like on a serious note about sexuality, and we need to talk about uh, we need to talk about these issues. I mean, when should you give it up? When should you keep your legs closed? And I mean, just we, we need to do a show to educate people. So you should always keep your legs closed if you ain't got no dollars. Definitely. <laughs> I should I should have downloaded that song, Make It Rain Trick, because if you want to see some pad, you want to see some, mm, you need to show me some cash. And exactly. I think a lot of these brothers trying to come up to you today talking all that smack and don't have anything. They can't even rub, rub two pennies together, but they want to rub your cheeks together. I know. He took you to McDonald's and tried to use his credit card, and they said decline. Yeah. They kind of got the whole value meal. Come on now. Yeah, some of these men, like I said, this man couldn't even afford to buy my friend a daddy cake. A thirty five cent daddy cake. We got a problem. Well, you can't even buy me a damn box for a dollar. That's a shame. And you and you want to hit this good stuff? I don't think so. I see. You can't. You want to hit. You want to get some cakes, but you can't buy me a cake. Well, <laughs> <laughs> how how does that work? You want to put your icing on my cake, girl. You want to feast that icing on my cake, but you can't buy me a cake. You kind of quiet, Michael. I'm just, I I got too much. I I could talk on this and lecture this on a whole show of my own on this one. (laughs) Seneca can vouch for me on this one. I'm a strange individual. I don't want anybody buying me anything. I don't want and, – and if I go even out like on a date, if somebody tries to buy my dinner like on the first or second date, I, it makes me uncomfortable. But I'm a little weird like that. <laughs> no, that's not – to me that's not weird because you basically just tell the person, you know, I don't – I'm independent. I don't always need for somebody – I don't always need for somebody to do something for me. You know, yeah, I not just, me. I know. I, one of the things that kind of like, no, I, I, I can handle myself. Thank you. <laughs> but. Exactly. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't I don't feel anything wrong with that. Yeah. Mm. And, I, and I think today, I think, you know, this, this leads to, you know, I know we got off the topic, but I think this is worth saying. I think that um, uh, I think today, especially with women, Wanting to be so equal, I think they need to be um, more independent. 
You know, you want to say that you're independent, but yet you, you still expect for a man to do this, 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 and this, 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 and that for you. Like, girl, make up yeah, your you mind. Need to, you need to hold mm-hmm. yourself to a higher a higher standard because, girl, if you want to get you, going to get you anything. You ain't going to, ain't no man going to want you if you ain't doing nothing for yourself. But, but girl, you know, that's a lot of chicken, chicken heads out here that don't, don't, and, you know, we were just talking about this. There, there's a lot of chicken heads out here don't want to do nothing. They don't want a man that's doing anything, but yet you want to use other people, but you don't want to go after the man that knocked you up. Oh, but this is a whole other subject, too. How about these ones talking about they charge $1,500 for you to hit their stuff, but let alone their gas is turned off? What kind of shit is that? Mm, that's like a damn, um, yeah. Yeah, sounds like an addiction to me. Yeah, I don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all heard me do the, the nose thing. I caught that. <laughs> but yeah, it sounds like somebody has an addiction to nose or crack. Because honey, ain't no way you can all that money. And that's what I'm trying to figure out, girl. How you? You can get to take care of your your priorities. Girl, and my thing is, how you getting government assistance and you ain't got to hardly pay them, but you still can't. You, you can't keep your, your gas and your lights on and you can't take care of your business. Thank you. Yeah. And some people say that's not trifling. I call that trifling. Yeah. Uh, it's like you need to be drug tested. How about that? Yeah, truly. Yeah. If your food ain't that good, girl, you shouldn't even be living on income. <laughs> you should be up in Beverly Hills somewhere, girl. Mm-hmm. Fifteen hundred mm-hmm. just to hit it, girl. You hi. I said, girl, can you leave? Yeah, what you what you living in? Uh, girl, we can go ahead and move it to least. Can we upgrade to like Speedway at least, girl? Can we can we at least upgrade to? <laughs> I mean, girl, if you can't make it to Carmel, girl, can we make it to Speedway? <laughs> I mean. I mean, you know, that's, that's all I want to know. Like, especially if, if you, I don't know. And, or we could talk about these girls that's giving out, putting it out on every draw line, but they ain't getting nothing out of it. They letting all these men hit, and these men can't even buy you no damn sandwich. Well, let's talk about these hookers with these racked up weeds, ma'am. You know, like you said, you've been all been hit, but you, he can't even get your hair done. But he messing your hair up when he shut up. I ain't gonna go that. <laughs> you you walking around here looking like something like a tornado just ran through your head. You like a tacky head. Look around here looking like a ragged muffin. Looking like looking like a damn your head looking like a damn a damn mop. A used up mop. <laughs> a rag head. You like one of the mop. Like one of them mop heads, like one of them mops you get from Dollar General. And one of them old dusters that you done dusted so much that it need to go on a garbage. Mm. <laughs> I just don't understand it. I'm like, mm. I, don't, I don't see how some of these men mess with some of these women. They just, these women have no respect today. They have no pride. And they don't even care what they look like. You know, I've seen some little bears. You know, I don't, I don't need to cry them women because, you know, when it's ever at that time and point, 
that's when you on little girl status. You're definitely not on grown woman status. So I won't even. That's I think that's giving you a big title when you say woman. That's giving you too much. I can't even give you that title. Yeah, you are though, man. Well, did we have any other topics that we wanted to get on? I noticed we don't have a whole lot of time left. Yeah, we have about three minutes left. I'm probably going to just go ahead and uh, close the show out. I will let you guys know. Um, I do have a birthday coming up next month. I might do a special birthday edition. I don't know yet. But, yeah, dude, you know, hey, you know what I'm saying? But, no, I think that's about it for the night, girl. It's almost. One o'clock. You know, we need to. Three minutes, We'll probably just wrap it up and close it out. But I do want to thank you guys for coming on here. I'm pretty sure people are going to probably come back later and listen to this show. With it being a, a late night show, uh, typically people come back and listen to uh, it, you know, pre recorded. So, so yeah, uh, we're about to sign out. Uh, Check us out at uh, on YouTube. Make sure you get on there and subscribe, and make sure you while you're on YouTube, make sure you check out Michael's new page, um, Sunrise Humanity. That's that's all in one word, right? Yes, yes. All all in one word, Sunrise Humanity. Check us out on the Urban Coalition UCOFW. Uh, We we're on Twitter, we're on uh, Facebook. Make sure you. uh, Add us on there, and that's pretty much it. I don't, I don't have anything else, guys. Uh, I want to thank you guys for coming in here tonight on short notice. So, and we have one minute, thank So, I will catch up with you guys. Okay, well, take care. Good night. Right. Good night.